All right, so um, all right, mediator, where are we moving on to next? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, let's talk about you know World War Z and books and stuff. He ain't talking to you. I said mediator. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> oh, I thought you said brilliant genius man. Yeah, mediator. What do we have going next? That was the best comeback you had, you piece of shit. What was wrong? Motherfucker, <laughs> you act like I've had comebacks, all right? You act like I have comebacks. I don't have so, comebacks. That's how, so that's Sam, be one of our nice to people. So, Sam, if the president needs you to come up with the most awesome <laughs> comeback ever, would you be able to step up? Or would you just strip <laughs> naked? <laughs> so <get out> of <laughs> if, I need, if I need to make a comeback for the president, uh, I, would, I would just use the cum that I already took. No. The guy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wipe it off like, my shoulder. That's the answer. That's the answer, Gerg. The next time somebody says something to me and I can't think of something witty to say back to them, I'm just going to strip naked. <laughs> <laughs> I, found, I found the appropriate situation to do that. They'd be like, yeah, oh yeah, well, your mama's so fat. You'd be like, well, got to strip naked. <laughs> your mama's so dark if they threw salt on her, it looked like deep space. <laughs> That made me laugh more than I should have. <laughs> All right, anyway, so, uh, so talk about naked men at the White House. That wasn't the president. We've talked about um, reboots, and um, are we going to lead into uh, something that's going to be reborn for the modern era? Absolutely. I can't wait for this. I know we talked about it last week, but nobody listening to this right now listened to us last week because we didn't post it. <laughs> what are you talking about? I am talking about reading rainbow. Right? What I did talk about it last week. <laughs> yeah. Holy you know, shit. You know, like, I had no I clue there was a Kickstarter. Say, I just want to say, guys, you know, I, I've said this before. Uh, I, I don't think reading rainbows for me anymore. I've kind of moved past <laughs> it. Um, you know, I liked it when I was young, and in that moment, it was fine. But if I rewatched it today, I probably wouldn't like it as much. Is it because you know how to read? Fuck <laughs> that. You know what? So I never had to meditate or anything because I would just turn on PBS and somebody would be just making me feel relaxed as shit. <laughs> right. And we we mentioned on this show before Bob Ross, uh, Mr. Rogers, but even on Reading Rainbow, when they would have guest stars read, oh my God, that was heaven. I was just like, just read a book. Just have even Marlon Brando even read a that book. Guy from, Marlon Brando, even watching that guy from Star Trek. Read a book. It was like, man, this is great. Wear your glasses, dude. It's like, what? You can see? Oh, my God. How many of you guys took your sister's, like, you know, the time about those, like, hair things that went over and made those, like, glasses? Yeah. But they were, like, hard. Yeah. I don't know what they're called. Headband thing. Yeah. And then you just made those your glasses. I know I've that a few times. Couldn't see shit, but neither could he. I mean, right, neither could he. And he had to act with people, so. Yeah. Did we say that we're talking about the Reading Rainbow Kickstarter? Reading Rainbow yeah, Kickstarter. Making yeah. over Bart, what, Bart, a million eight. dollars in like a day? Yeah, so Something here like it says. That. 11 hours. So here it <laughs> says, on Wednesday, actor LeVar Burton launched a Kickstarter campaign to raise $1 million to bring back Reading Rainbow. On Thursday, the $1 million was raised, and you were saying it was in 11 hours? It was. Good lord. And by Friday, nearly $3 million had been donated, and there are still 32 days left to contribute to the campaign. Good lord. Their new goal is five million. Because <laughs> why the fuck not? Now, so part of it... me, like, the sadistic business, like, mind that I have, that is just like, this motherfucker just said one million. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, I love this. 
And then he, because he knew he can get it like that. So now he's going to be like, I'll make it five. I only need two, but might as well. <laughs> so just, just um, to clarify, yeah. is this to bring it back in him as the host? Like just yeah. the, just, you know, the same format. He goes to like a factory, explores it for a little bit. They read a book. See how it's made. And then read the book. <laughs> well, apparently according to this article, um, well, the Reading Rainbow TV host hosted by, yeah, the Reading Rainbow TV show hosted by Star Trek, the next generation star Burton, Launched in 1983 as a program encouraging kids to read and continued its run on PBS until 2006. Uh, and then a few years later, Burton got together with business partner Mark Wolf to create Reading Rainbow Tablet App, which went on to become a top educational app in the iTunes store. So essentially, he's kind of going off of uh, making apps and making things, educational materials for kids who can't afford them. So mm-hmm. kind of, you know, instead of having just PBS where like, all right, school's over. Uh, we don't have cable, so you can watch this and read books. <laughs> um, so, such, so what I'm asking is that what is this money going towards? So he's already made it, this app? Uh, yeah, he has an app that you can buy right now. Essentially what the money's going to go towards is um, bringing it into like a school format, essentially. So for schools in low-income uh, areas, we'll get this. It's like a subscription-based thing. So you subscribe, and it'll give like, all right, you know, here's – We'll have digital books essentially, you know, if you want to, if your school has the luxury of tablets and stuff. But, um, so you get all this, you subscribe to this as a teacher, you get this many books for your class or whatever. And then it supplies with like, you can read it out loud, you can have LeVar Burton read it to the kids on these new smart, like, um, what are they called? Projectors. So uh-huh. LeVar Burton could read to them or different people could read to them. And that, that essentially will be free for low income. Um, at schools, oh. and I think that for some schools they're gonna give um tablets too. Nice. So it, it's not just oh, I'm gonna do some fund it for me. It's I would like to help give people stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's essentially. essentially making it for the modern age, like I said, like remakes do. Oh my god, I'm hate. I hate to bring it back to this, but he's essentially doing what our tax dollars should be doing. Is what you're saying? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Seriously. Lavar Burton. Yeah, like, I know you are 100% like, correct. So so is he making a show? No. Well, what is is what is he doing? Uh he's essentially teaching kids how to, you know, read. <laughs> you mean like schools? No, yeah, it'll be inside the schools. So like schools? <laughs> no, yeah. because the government's not funding it. See, <laughs> just, which oh just, my god, I'm kind of upset that they don't have my uh, not favorite part. It's always the part that kind of pissed me off of reading Rainbow because they get the apps to get all the fluffy Lavar Burton and his uh, earringed uh, antics. <laughs> but fucking worst part about that show was he would say something, make a point, but you don't have to take my word for it, bitch. <laughs> like I always <laughs> imagine that he would say that right after he said that. It's like, yeah, read this book, motherfucker. I dare you. I dare you read this book. Because he was so soft. He was so nice about it. It was just like... Yeah. Just looking at it, the uh, <laughs> Kickstarter page, like if they get to their $5 million, um, it'll be a free access for 7,500 classrooms across the nation. Classrooms? Damn. Classrooms. So that's like 70 kids a classroom. Essentially. I mean, the state of California, <laughs> it's at least 45 kids a class. So It's like 700,000 children. <laughs> right. Are going to get this ability to read. 
Yeah, you know, and I'm that's not a dig on like teachers or schools or anything. It, it's I'm a dig on, on the. It's a dig on funding. The fact that we don't fucking can't even do this shit without getting celebrity to get behind it. Donate ten thousand, which has nobody's done it. Left. You get a limited Star Trek visor. I'm donating ten thousand dollars <laughs> right now. Oh, no, limited Star Trek visor package. You and a friend will be LeVar Burton's <laughs> personal guest for a private dinner in Los Angeles, and you'll get to wear one and only original visor that LeVar wore in the ST Star or Star Trek T I N G. Yeah, but if, but underneath that. Uh, in the hidden options, if you do thirty thousand uh, dollars, you can ejaculate on Lavar Burton. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, uh, you know, and that's not even the the best part. Like beneath that hidden hidden uh, uh, goal, if you donate fifty grand, he will let you whip him like Kunta Kinte <laughs> ten times. They fly you out to L.A. and everything. <laughs> yeah, you motherfuckers forgot about Quinta Kente chopping no, off his I damn didn't. foot. No, you gotta I didn't. Chop off his goddamn foot. Call him Toby. <laughs> his name ain't Toby. His name be Kunta. <laughs> Motherfucker. I didn't forget about that. I just decided not to go there. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's the guy from Reading Rainbow. Oh, yeah. It's Jordy LaForge. Fucking Kunta. <laughs> Kente. God Donate. damn it. Chop okay. off his goddamn foot. <laughs> Man. Oh, I don't even... <laughs> Do you remember that O.J. Simpson was in Roots too? No, I don't. Yeah, we watched Roots in one of my uh, um, African history classes or whatever. And there was just a part where they just needed a guy to run really fast. And <laughs> fucking O.J. Simpson was just like most athletic physical species of a being. And that was his only thing. He's like, yeah, I'm O.J. Simpson. I'm here to be a slave. Ha <laughs> ha. And then that was it. And then he murdered people. If for $10,000... You can you can have a school assembly, and LeBarver <laughs> will go and read to the childrens. <laughs> can I give him ten thousand dollars to come read to me? Like, <laughs> so I go to sleep. Like, dude, I'm spending this much money. You fucking read to me, <laughs> right? I'll give you the good spot on the couch. He can't go anywhere. Take a look. It's in a book. He's reading rainbow. Hold on, I think I can do it here. Wait for it. Reading Rainbow! <laughs> Sound effects. I'm scared for my life. You should be. I, we're going to after school program, so that'd be really cool to see. Because, I mean, I don't know. I Like you said, it's essentially what our tax dollars are supposed to do. But they're not doing that, so somebody has to. <laughs> The kids get mad at me because I make them read. It's like, dude, well, I'm going to read to you. I'm no LeVar Burton. You don't have to take my word for it. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be awesome. For the children's. The children's. <laughs> All, right. All right. So, last thing. We're just going to go into it real quick. Just kind of wrap things up. Uh, the top five movies of the week. Just go through them real quick. Um Brought to you by Mexcellence. Brought to you by themexcellence.com or boxofficemojo.com slash weekend slash chart slash. Don't give him credit. All right. So. And Chile G. And Chile G. What's his voice should be? I have food in the oven. Just make him strong, bad. (laughs) I'm Chile G. And I, uh. I'm Chile G, man. 
actually did my way. This is ends everything in way. You guys are racist. I'm not. I don't appreciate this. <laughs> Says the Kuta Kente guy. <laughs> my wife you, is from the region. He was probably from. She, your, my wife's probably, ancestors sold him. They pretty, so much did. They pretty probably they probably did. I I Mears. wouldn't. Hey, mirrors were a big thing back then. So don't try to justify that. <laughs> they should have ran All faster. Right. I'm just saying. <laughs> OJ Simpson. There weren't that many. There weren't that many uh, slave Kenyans. Say that much. <laughs> Go look. Try to, if you caught them, I mean, you earned it. Yeah, this part's getting all cut out. <laughs> <laughs> but so to wrap everything up, we're gonna go with the uh, top five. Brought Woo! to you by TheMexcellence.com. All right, so top five. What is top the top five, five movies? movies? Top five noises. Top five noises. I'm making noises too. Noises. Kid, <laughs> 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 no tongue. Can't do it. <laughs> Can't do it. All right, so for number five, uh, snow dogs. Snow dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. It's like the reverse of that. It's a uh, blended. The Adam Sandler movie with uh, uh, Drew Barrymore. What the fuck was that? It was the one where they went to Africa. It's Adam Sandler, Pay for My Vacation, Part 5. Well, he seemed to be doing a pretty good job at it because he made $8 million this week. $8,425,000. And the movie cost like $1 million. (laughs) Right? Because he doesn't need it. It just paid for his vacation. Um, What happened to the Adam Sandler of the 90s? He became the Adam Sandler of the 2000s. Yeah, he you know what got it cost older. Him, You're gonna be kind of mad. Forty million cost him forty million dollars to make. Uh, you mean eight? I just don't care. I'm just. He, but he's already got paid. It's already paid. The only people who are not getting paid is are the producers. What's the what last? Is? What's the last good Adam Sandler movie? I don't know. Waterboy. Waterboy. I think so. Possibly. I, you know, I'm trying to think of one that came out recently, but I can't. It, it's gonna be one funny of those. People was supposed to be really good. Funny people. But funny people was like, one of his serious movies. It's, yeah, it was all right. And then uh, Punch Drunk Love supposed to be pretty good. But you know what? He's kind of poisoning the water for me. In that he's he's poisoning the water. In that now I just don't want to see any movies. Like even like I haven't seen those movies, and I don't want to go back and watch them. Like oh yeah, that was when he was good. It's like ah okay, <laughs> you know. And I can still watch Billy Madison and Gilmore. But the, any of his new stuff is just like, well, I, I don't care. It's, Tell me, you don't want to see Shaquille O'Neal in all his movies? Hey, Shaquille O'Neal fucked up when he made Shaq Fu, so and <laughs> and Steel, so Steel. you know. Hey, so you're he saying Kazam though? Kazam was a great. So you're saying Gilbert? <laughs> film is that when you were that age, you know, you really like that movies? But now, if you think if you go watch them again, you won't like them as much. <laughs> They'd be fucking hilarious. What are you talking about? So blended. I don't think we give a shit about that movie. Nor does anybody else. But it did make eight million this weekend. Did it, when did when did it release? It was uh, it's been out for I think it's two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Number five and at eight million. There's nothing in the movie theaters yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> and so going to number four, uh, it dropped down from number two. It is Godzilla. 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 Is, is Godzuki in the movie? I wish. And Godzilla. Is he a friendly Godzilla? (laughs) Have you seen it? I have not seen it. it. 
You guys have not seen. I'm the I'm one seen seen Godzilla. I guess so. And you know, it's one of those things where I got really hyped for it and I couldn't watch it in theaters because I was so hyped. I knew it would disappoint me. I knew it would. And not, <laughs> not because of, not because of the movie's fault, but I had too high expectations because the I trailers mean, were fucking damn good. The trailers were damn good. The movie itself, just a little slow in pacing. I mean, they did a lot of setup. They kind of was like, okay, this is Godzilla. This is what he does. This is why he exists. Um, and then let's follow this uh, this military guy you don't give a shit about because he's not freaking Walter White. So I seriously, <laughs> like, like I knew that was gonna be the case too. I knew it was gonna be like, oh, Brian Cranston's in it, great. Oh, and this other dude from Kickass is in it. It's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I know what it's gonna be. Bait about. and switch. Yep. God, and the thing was, it would have been so bad, like hadn't Brian Cranston not been fucking as good as Brian Cranston <laughs> is. Like he. Fucking knocked it out of the park! Like he raised the goddamn bar, just so much. It's it just so amazing. He did such a good job in the parts he was, and then spoiler alert: one, two, three, he dies. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're left with Aaron Taylor Johnson, and he's just kind of like kind of bug-eyed. And so he's like, "Okay, I'm a military guy, and I'm a bomb diffuser, and I'm gonna go run around, and I'm gonna run around, run around, run around." And that's all he does: just run around around Godzilla. He shadow buffed it. Yeah. <laughs> I think the worst part about the movie that made me just fucking furious and it would have brought perfect balance it would have been the movie you wanted Gil because I know the movie you wanted was just exciting action Godzilla fights yeah the first time one of the monsters meets Godzilla they fucking cut away and they show on a very tiny like CCTV like oh this is the fight and they're fucking going at it on this tiny ass screen and then they pan <laughs> away from it and show the destruction I was like why <laughs> <laughs> You already had to render some sort of a fight and put it on that little ass screen. Just leave the fight in. Just blow it up and up-res it. Like, so they busted the uh, Fast and the Furious. What? Like, oh, you're here to watch a racing movie. <laughs> oh, they're going to race. Cut. Oh, they come back with all the cars that they wanted. Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> what is this movie about racing? God. Now now, they, now it's about now it's a heist movie? What is happening? Now let's go on the drug sub- subplot. Right, and yeah. so, like, I get that they may not have had it out, like, when two monsters fight, what happens when, how does it end? They get tired, like, alright, I'm done fighting, run away. <laughs> like, I get that they may not have had, like, an end game for that first fight, yeah. but if you leave it in, you get two monstrous-ass fucking fights that would have been amazing to watch. And and then, you get a fucking Aaron Taylor Johnson, Tim Harrison, little Asian kid for, like, 20 minutes. Right. Just a random Asian kid he meets on a bus, like... He's like, all right, you lost your mama. I'm going to take care of you. So, I don't know, to build sympathy or whatever. So, like, I just what you just described about... right now was... Essentially, what you just said right now was Pacific Rim. <laughs> <laughs> it was an Asian boy, not a little Asian girl. Oh, nah, I'm sorry. That's, that's my problem with kind of like these like kind of genre movies that they turn into Hollywood blockbusters is that they all say the same thing and they all think they're being really kind of poignant about it. It's like They're like, okay, we're not going to make it about the monster about the thing we're gonna make it about the human drama and every time a zombie movie comes out it's always about the human drama and they say it like they're the first person ever to think of that it's like no we don't go to the zombie fucking movie for the human drama we go for the fucking zombies like b (laughs) B movies get it right and that's the thing that's why i knew this was gonna be you know let's focus on the humans that's what transformers was annoyed me like (laughs) why why don't you you know, why don't you make Shia LaBeouf 
a Transformer. And we'll follow him. Sure, because at least I'm following Transformer. And he could be the same shitty actor, but at least he's a Transformer. Does he have to be human? Eh, who knows? Who cares? (laughs) I I don't don't care about humans. Fuck humans. (laughs) I am human. Is that it's going to get a sequel. It's uh, grossed $174 million. So it's been out for three weeks. The budget was $160 million. It's made it, and then some. So we're going to get a Godzilla movie without all the fucking prefaces. We know he exists. We're going to get some fucking Mothra in there. We're going to get Rodan, fucking Mecha Godzilla, fucking all of them. No, we're not. King, well, maybe. We're going to get the Cloverfield Monster Part 2 and some other unoriginal design Part 2. And, and then, then we're going to be... get um, a Jaeger from uh, Pacific, <laughs> Rim. Pacific Rim. Which I wouldn't be against. You know what? You know, I can, I can see the production meeting too. Like, you know what? People didn't really respond to Aaron Taylor Johnson. So instead of cutting his part or a human part, they're just going to add another actor who's hot at the time. Quote unquote. Man, at least it's, at least you get, at least Aaron Taylor Johnson, the movie did good. Imagine if it would did bad. Cause it would have been like that guy, like we were talking about Battleship earlier. He was Taylor uh, Kitsch. Taylor Kitsch. <laughs> good God. It's like guy. anything that guy touched just bombed. <laughs> that he was guy. Gambit. Fucking gambit, and he fucked it up. That wasn't his fault though. That movie was horrible. That whole movie was fucked up. But you're gambit. They so got I the, to speak in a fucking. They got the action. visual arts team Beat from Who Framed Roger Rabbit on that one. <laughs> Jesus, some of those this claws. Eh, don't, don't get me started. Well, that's a whole different. <laughs> we have a bunch of shows coming up, audience. Yeah. So stay tuned. Yeah, we Bitch we're mad about a lot stuff. of shit. Here comes two and a half hours of the ending of. Mass Effect 3. <laughs> a couple months, a few, about a year late, but I'm still angry about it. Yeah. All right, so, so what's number three? Are number three is a new release. Uh, oh, any guesses not, on what it is? I'm good. Um, a Million Ways to Die in the West. You are correct, sir. Ding, 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 ding. Freaking Seth MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane. Seth, Seth MacFarlane, the uh, Adam Sandler of the 90s. <laughs> You mean of the Nowies or of the Nowies? Yeah, the twenties, tenses, or whatever. But yeah, a million ways to die in the West made seventeen million dollars this weekend. It's opening weekend, uh, opening three thousand theater over release, and I don't know. I seen the trailers like in Godzilla. You see the trailers for it, and people are laughing at all the stupid shits. Like, why are you laughing at this? Stop laughing at this. But then, kind of explains how Family Guy has such a long fucking run. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I think it's uh, the the thing for about the thing for me about this movie was that there's nothing that really caught my attention, and it just seemed so bland. And I think that was the same for most people watching those commercials and trailers. And one, it just seemed so bland. Like even for a general audience, it seemed bland. And knowing what Seth MacFarlane does, it probably gets pretty raunchy and pretty crazy. But I didn't see any of that in the commercials. Really, I saw a Doc Brown reference. I saw something fall on a dude. There was a commercial where it was just monkeys instead of the actual actors. It was like, <laughs> yeah, I think I think the one that made me cringe the most where he was in that uh, Indian uh, peace pipe circle or whatever, and he was saying okay, uh, okay, and you saying Mila Kunis, Mila Kunis. That fucking just uh, that was just, God. It was so forced and just ugly. It was just oh, I hated it so much. It just made me not want to watch the movie. Yeah, it was like, like that is this, line. Is this supposed to be? A reference to something? Is it just because she plays Meg? Is it? What is this? What is this? 
I am 12, and what is this? <laughs> <laughs> well, I might be the minority of this, because I haven't seen the movie, and I'm probably not going to see it for a while, but I really like Ted. Ted was funny to me. Well, yeah, I was watching this, Ted. I've seen Ted. Ted this is movie, This funny. movie, I agree with that, what you guys are saying, but I chuckled. I knew what was going to happen with that ice. <laughs> uh, I knew it was going to happen with the ice, and I fell, and I found it funny. So, I guess Seth MacFarlane, Seth MacFarlane is, like, the whole Mila Kunis thing, yeah, it's dumb. I I don't, I guess, you know, okay, yes, you're trying to force something that's here. It's dumb, and I didn't laugh at that. But um, when he says something, and they all start making fun of him because they're, like, basically calling him a weenie or whatever, that was funny. <laughs> the random sub- subtitles popping around, you know. Yeah. Um, the whole uh, I like Giovanni Ravisi, and he, I guess he's gonna have this shtick where Gian- Giovanni um, Ravisi is gonna like dance all crazy when he's drinking something, mm-hmm. because that happened in Ted too, or Ted as well. So I was like, Dad, yeah, that that shit's funny too. Um, Neil Patrick Harris looks like there's gonna be like a random musical that's gonna pop up. Yeah. And of course, it's Seth MacFarlane. Right, so, and then, yeah, so, I don't know, I can't, this is a retarded, like, hard-handed, like, I'm about to shoot a full load at your cans, it's like, ha, that's funny, <laughs> to me, it's funny to me, <laughs> so, so because I just, you are 12 years old, because I, well, I know, yeah, I guess I am 12, family guy, family guy has felt, really fell off for me, just because, I mean, okay, I get it, you guys are just randomly saying shit, you think that's bad, what about that time I did that one thing, yeah, exactly, <laughs> my Peter Griffin sounds like an alien. Man, no, that sounds like what's his name, Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman. <laughs> so I'm not. I, I'm happy that this movie only got 17 million dollars. If this would have debunked something that or knocked off, if this would have came in at number one, I'd have been like, people are dumb. <laughs> like I'm gonna watch this movie, but and I might even own it, but I'm not gonna go to the theater and watch it if that makes sense. Yeah, I will watch like the shit. I will watch the shit out of it if it when it comes out on HBO or I will get it on Red. Not even, not even. This is gonna come out in about maybe three and a half months, maybe even sooner, on Netflix, and I'll watch it. And I'll watch it there. And I'll laugh. But if I'm watching it on Netflix, at least I'll be able to do stuff and not like be locked <laughs> into a theater, you know. Yeah. So I agree with you. I agree with you. I'll get a bunch of chuckles and it might even be hilarious. But I'm just saying for what I've seen from the commercials, just nothing caught me. Just like yeah, I saw the Doc Brown reference, and I'm like, ah, and that's right. all I got out of me. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, ah, when it comes out on Netflix, it's gonna be great because it'll be like, oh, that's funny, ha <laughs> ha, and I'll right. go. Maybe that's maybe that that'll be one of the first episodes of screenshots. Potentially, there you go. I might cut that out because I don't think we'll ever do it. No kidding. No. <laughs> but um, it didn't even say what the budget was on this movie. What do you think it was? It had Liam Neeson, it had Amanda Seyfried, it had. Charlie Theron had everybody had the. All those it. people are friends of him. All those people yeah. are like Adam Sandler. They're all friends of him. Sarah Silverman, Giovanni Ravisi, Patrick Harris. I mean, they're all friends of his. So they probably did it for like, hey, you guys want to hang out in the desert for a couple weeks? Like he was so yeah, was- like, Seth MacFarlane was so like, uh, I guess concentrated on this movie that he was writing a book when he was doing this, shooting this movie. So. He's directing it, acting in it, and he wrote a book when he was doing it. Like, so it was just like, yeah, I don't expect to be the greatest. Like, I don't expect this to be uh, Three Stooges material, you know, like level. Right. Awesomeness. Yeah. 
I had some people saying that it was like the new Blazing Saddles, which I was like, "What the fuck, fuck that?" No, yeah, dude. people are like, "Oh, it's you told me those people's like Blazing Saddles." You show me who who those people are. I'll stab them in the fucking throat for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Uh, well, it is a comedy in the West, Waka Waka, because people don't know fucking shit and it gets clicks. So That's Waka Waka, <laughs> Waka Waka. All right, so going to number two. It was the former number one movie of last week. It is X-Men Days of Future Past. <gasps> which is still making a shit ton of money. Thus far, Oof. I mean, this weekend, $32 million. Thus far, $162,069,000. Yeah, that just opens the door for another two X-Men movies. Because they essentially wiped clean... With this one, <laughs> no shit. which I'm I'm hoping is a is a permanent thing. I hope we just like start over, get rid of X Men Origins, <laughs> get rid of uh, X Men Three, you know, and maybe a, even a little bit more of X Men in the '70s and then in the '80s. Because goddamn, I love that uh, first class <laughs> cast. The first class cast is fucking. Should have been the regular cast. Say that three times fast. First class, First class cast. cast. No, because like Michael Fassbender is a badass Magneto, and fuck yeah, he is. And just Good FYI, boy. if you haven't seen the movie, just I'm just saying this. Fuck Magneto, young Magneto. <laughs> that guy's a douchebag. Hey, that guy's a jackass. I said, I said, fuck do. Magneto, because uh, this is sound like the most gayest thing ever. <laughs> but that dude. <laughs> but I want to fuck Magneto. No, that dude looked hard as hell when he got his helmet back. <laughs> uh, from the from the Pentagon, he went back in to yeah. get his helmet, and he's like in a hat, awesome ass suit, and like some sunrise shades inside in the middle of the night, and he still wore the sa- shades. I was like, this dude is hard. I'm sorry. <laughs> he looked fly, and then he wore a cape. That whole yeah, no, that movie was great. I've seen it three yeah. times. Oh jeez, <laughs> yeah, it, it is fantastic. Um, yeah, Fastbender, great young Magneto. Um, Mac- McAvoy, great. Um, yeah. Charles Xavier, obviously. His accent piece. was absurd, though. I thought his accent was very funny at certain points. Who's? Uh, James McAvoy. I think just in the commercial when he was like crying to future uh, Professor X. I don't want your future. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Well, he's I Scottish, mean, so. I know, but how is <laughs> how is future uh, Professor X English, and then he's Scottish? <laughs> It just kind of threw me off. I was like, "What the fuck is he?" Where he live? Yeah, the the guy who um, played um, Beast did a great job too. He's actually dating Jennifer Lawrence. What Motherfucker! Good what a him. dick! Right? Good God. job. Good on so, you, mate. Oh, don't forget that guy who played uh, Quicksilver. He was his bit was awesome. Man, it was just stole the show. If anybody got more shit before that movie came out and how stupid he looked with his costume, <laughs> everyone fucking tore him apart. They were like. Apparently, so they showed a picture of that Quicksilver and then the idea for the Avengers Quicksilver. And then they actually showed the porno Quicksilver, <laughs> like the porno parody <laughs> version. They're like, he looks the least amount like Quicksilver, even less than the porn parody. And so people were just giving us so much shit. But then you see, one, oh, he's in the fucking 70s, so of course he's going to look ridiculous. Yeah. Two, like the stupid goggles he was wearing and the earplugs actually served a purpose. You see him in action, you see him going, it's like practicality. It makes sense. 
You don't want your eyes to dry out when you're running. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't want to hear going by your ears every fucking Exactly. I mean, then you got a pretty good song to run around to. So, yeah. yeah. That was anyway, great. That was a great movie. Definitely go check it out in the theaters. Yes. Most definitely. Fuck Most Magneto. Definitely. So why fuck Magneto? I need to know this. Why? Okay, so I'm not going to go into spoilers. At the Go it, and I'm talking about I'm talking about young Magneto. Okay. So, so essentially, you know, he has to get work with Charles to kind of prevent the Sentinel future of destroying everything. And he come and of course it's Magneto, so he comes with his own conclusion on how that should be done. And it's just like the douchiest thing you can do. Everybody is working their ass off to prevent this abhorrent future. Well, not only mutants are going to be slaughtered, but regular humans are being slaughtered. And instead of saying, hey, let's work together, he's like, you, nah, I'm going to do my own thing. And it's going to involve <laughs> just freaking destroying everybody. Trust me. I Dude. This. <laughs> Trust me. If you just did it my way, we wouldn't have to worry about it. Just wait a month and then we can fight again. Let's just figure this one out first <laughs> and then you can go about slaughtering people later when we have our full attention. It's just like, and, and I'm yeah. not saying that's a bad thing. I'm not saying that's like, I hated that part of the movie or blah, blah, blah. He was a villain that I, I love to hate, is what I'm saying. Is that he, he got it, it, I it mean, totally, his, it totally uh, matched that he was young, he was fiery, he still had that passion to do things his own way. And he didn't know what was the, he didn't know the future. He was still in the past. So that's what he was operating on, you know. Came up with his own that, conclusion that scene, on how to fix it. That scene in the so. airplane was like, oh my god, they gave me goosebumps. His <laughs> scene in the airplane, but um, yeah, all right. So that was number two. So that that we talked about that for number two. God, what has to be number one? Number one. Go is... ahead and tell him, bitch. What's number one? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you tell us, Mickey? You bastard. Mickey, I'm going to let no. you take it. Thank you, for, no. thank you for coming to our show. I heard you guys are about to talk about my girl here. Huh? <laughs> so, uh, Mickey, um, yeah, your girl. Go ahead and uh, let us know who the number one movie the of the bad, week is. The baddest bitch on the planet. Maleficent. <laughs> All right, you're right. With $70 million. Now you just sound like Tyrone Biggums. <laughs> Hi, kids. Hi, kids. You got some crack? <laughs> Cocaine in a can, Red baby. Red balls. It gives you wings. All right, so not Mickey Mouse. Mickey, uh, get out of here. Mickey, Mickey left. God damn it. Get out of here. The mouse has claimed his throne again, if you will. 70 million dollars goddamn for this movie for i mean did it have this much hype i wasn't that excited about it i you know i don't think it needed it i think people were like jolie villain go watch it done drop the mic (laughs) yeah like what else you know they probably did have a lot of commercials and stuff like that it was probably you know youtube commercials and uh, site ads and stuff like that, but I don't know. It's just so weird to me because X Men Days of Future Past was in its second week, has a budget of two million, two hundred million, and they've only made one hundred sixty-two million. And then Maleficent just comes out and just fucks that shit up. Seventy million doesn't say how much it costs to make, but in each theater, it was making seventeen thousand dollars. 
a theater. And no, but yeah, I mean, it's it's the summer season. It's a Disney production. It's that's what I said. Like you know, Angelina Jolie, villain, drop the mic. Yeah, and it, it's like it's I'm not surprised by this. Anything. Yeah, I'm not surprised by this. You know, because you really your your younger kids are not going to be watching X Men per se because it's too violent. This one, I think, is what is it? PG. PG, I think, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, it hits that audience really right on the head. And, um, like I said, it's summer. It's right in the beginning of summer releases. Uh, Disney's not going to, or Disney's going to make it, has its big summer movie coming out with um, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. You know, it's, a, I guess, Marvel Studio, but, I mean, that's Disney's, on Disney's payroll as well. So they're not going to release anything that's going to try to combat that. You don't want to go late in the summer, you know, so this is the perfect time to release this movie. And people are kind of dying down from the Frozen hype anyway. Yeah. And I mean, what other kind of kids' movies out there or like younger person movie? The Amazing Spider-Man is out of the you know, top five. It's number seven say- right now. Rio 2 is at number 12. Made a million dollars. Shit. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's what Shit. that movie was. That's what that movie was. Shit. <laughs> say what you want oh yeah it's a kids movie oh yeah kids movies that are good last, stay in the theaters for forever real because, two electric boogaloo because I mean yeah I don't know Maleficent um, I haven't seen it I'm probably gonna have to go see it <laughs> just cause of the the people I usually go see movies with it's gonna be one I'm gonna have to go watch and I'm not like sad about that I'm more actually anxious to be like oh, okay what is this gonna be out because this could lead into a really co- a lot of cool like live action villain stuff for Disney, and if they're gonna get an Angelina Jolie looking lady at the Disneyland park, I am all behind standing in that line. <laughs> so man, I mean, but just go back to the point real quick. You're absolutely right. If you go in the top fifteen, what you know PG movies or movies acceptable for kids? You have well, top fifteen: Grand Budapest Hotel. No, Captain America. They've already seen it. Heaven is for real. If you have biblical, Rio <laughs> two, Bell, whatever the hell that is. The other woman, Chef, Million Dollar Arm, Amazing Spider Man, Neighbors, Blended, Godzilla, Million Ways to Die, X Men, Days of Future Past. So that's all PG thirteen above. Nothing for kids. That's what I'm saying. Uh, how I'm how does how is Million Dollar Arm doing? Because I've seen that movie and that movie is great. Million Dollar Arm number eight. Last week it was number six. It's uh, made three million seven hundred thousand and. Twenty-eight million across the board. So, All right, well, Maleficent, your number one movie of the week. It's not my number one. What's your number one? Star Wars. <laughs> always be my number one. Be my number one, baby. You're damn right, that's your number one. Oh no, the mouse got a hold. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All Can't right, folks. Funny. Goofy, get out of here. All All right. right. So that's going to be it for the Fantastic Voyage this week. I've been your host, uh, Sam Gonzalez. I've been your host, Gilbert Gonzalez. I've been your (laughs) co-host, Gurgi. And I'm Mickey Mouse. Hope you enjoyed the Fantastic Voyage. Now get the fuck out. I promise (laughs) you. I promise you we will not do that ever again.